welcome again to Gethsemane Sundays from Gethsemane Lutheran Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Our presiding minister is Reverend Deborah Muter, music by Aaron Smith. The following was pre-recorded for December 13th, 2020. Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory, Glory to you, o Lord. Lord. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, well, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. Then they said to him, who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, As the prophet Isaiah said, now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah nor Elijah nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the strap of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus, who is the Christ. Amen. Here we are, less than two weeks from Christmas. Have you done that thing yet where you turn the page if you have a week-to-week calendar and you turn it and go, "Uh uh-oh, it's coming faster than I expected. And here we are, stuck in a global pandemic that is claiming the health and even some of the lives of those around us, while keeping us from doing what we're used to doing and most of us would like to be doing. Here we are getting news of death and hunger from around the world. Here we are being reminded again that the snow and the cold that come upon this part of the earth will come soon and that people without homes or without heat will suffer and even die. Here we are reading from the prophet Isaiah that God will comfort those who mourn good. Thank you, God. They need that, and we need it too. Here we are reading from John, who tells us that John the Baptist was not the light, but he pointed to the light. That John proclaimed himself unworthy even to get down and untie the shoes of the Messiah. That John tells us all to prepare ourselves for the coming of this great king. Here we are reading also from 1 Thessalonians words that we know and that we know we should do. But in light of the difficulties around us, we might say, really? Really, God, now? What are the words? Rejoice always, 
Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Even these, God? Yes, even these. Now, here we are. I don't know about you, but uh, I tend to be a little overwhelmed by it all. And so I've chosen to listen to the words of our final hymn that we will hear Aaron sing today. He's going to give us a little of the tune. If you would, if you're looking at a bulletin, look at page 12 with me that has the words of the hymn. So it's... I've always liked this hymn. It's got this light, likable melody um, and repeated with a refrain with an extra message. We'll check on that in a minute. People look east. So then we ask ourselves, good Lutherans that we are, we must ask questions. What people and why look east? Who are the people? You and I are the people. We are singing to ourselves and to one another. And why do we look east? Why do we look this way? Because what happens in the east? That's where the sun first comes up, right? When it's the darkness of night at whatever time in the morning, and then the sun starts to peak up on the east. Before you even see the sun, a little bit of light starts to show. And these words, we can gather a wonderful message from. People look east, the time is near, of the crowning of the year. Is there a crown on the Christmas tree? You keep looking, Eileen. The crowning of the year, it means the end of the year, but it also means the best part of the year, right? Make your house fair as you are able, trim the hearth, set the table. People look east and sing today, love, the guest is on the way. And what do you notice when you look at that word, that last line, love, the guest, Somebody who's here, tell me what you notice about that. It's what? It's capitalized. And when it's capitalized, it's a name. And when it's in church and it's a name, it's a pretty good guess. <laughs> and it's a name of God. It's about Jesus, exactly. Um, I visited a member's home with very short notice, called on my way. And when I walked up to the house, I could hear the hum of the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Quick, somebody's coming. We've got to clean up. We've got to make things look nice, right? I've done it. You've done it. And you know it, right? We prepare our homes when someone else is coming. We prepare for the celebration of Christmas. Our church has been prepared for Christmas, though only a few of us will gather each time. Some faithful souls have come out and done the work to make sure that we can see and that you all who are watching on video can see all of this. It's more than just running the vacuum or putting up trees or garland. It's about preparing our lives and our hearts for the guest, capital C, Jesus. So at the end of that verse, we ask ourselves a question, what can I do today, today, to prepare for Jesus in my life? The next verse, furrows be glad, though earth is bare, one more seed is planted there. Give up your strength, the seed to nourish, that in course the flower may flourish. And again, the ending, people look east and sing today, love, the rose is on the way. And you guessed it, if you're not looking at it, 
the rose is capitalized. We're waiting for Jesus. We're seeing different images of understanding who Jesus is. Jesus as the guest. Jesus as the rose. Go ahead and look for a rose. I didn't even know how well this was going to fit in. <laughs> there should be a rose as well. I know, I think I can see one from here on there. No, yes. And Jesus, the rose as well. The rose, you'll see in each verse, but this hymn does what good hymns are about. Not tell us what we do or what we should do, but tell us about God. This verse then takes us too to farming ideas. The furrow is the groove dug in the dirt where the seeds will be planted. Now, if you go out to farms or gardens or even just out here in the in the yard somewhere, it all looks barren and cold and dry, and it'll just get worse as another month or two goes by, right? Not much to hope for when you look at it like that. But the words here remind us that our hope is in the one, and again, you can't see the capital, but it's a capitalized word, the one who goes beyond death. Right now in our world, it, it might look and feel like Good Friday, Jesus dying on the cross. But we know that the new life and celebration and Easter are just around the corner. And so for the next verse, we go to the stars keeping watch. Again, that last star, capital S, that we call Jesus the star. Very good. Shining star going around here. You know who made that? Your grandpa Ken made that. Hmm. He did. That's right. And we have a nice star up here and plenty of stars like on top of the tree. And I bet you have stars in your home as well. Sorry, John, I'm giving you more to shoot for today. <laughs> stars keep watch when the night is dim. One more light, bowl, the bowl shall brim. Shining beyond the frosty weather, bright as sun and moon together. Not just this little star of Bethlehem, but Jesus, the light of the world. Love the star is on the way. And for us, the fourth verse, angels, angels who we know announce things throughout the Bible, that's the angel's job, being a messenger for God. An angel will come and we'll hear about next week announcing to Mary that she will be uh, with child, that she will give birth to Jesus, the Savior. And then when Jesus is born, all the heavenly host, how many, hundreds of thousands or millions, I don't know how many angels, singing glory to God in the highest. Announce with shouts of mirth, Christ who brings new life to earth, set every peak and valley humming. And that's what I want you all to do today. After you listen to this, watch this video, or join us here, I want you to go home singing, people look east again and again, with the word, the Lord is coming. And then the hymn makes clear in the last line, people look east and sing today, Love the Lord is on the way. The Lord's on the way. Jesus is coming to us today, each day. We cannot stay in the grief and the sadness and the mourning of this world when we know that Jesus is always on his way. We look to the east, to the light of the sun, and start each new day hoping, knowing that Jesus comes to us. The Holy Spirit gives us comfort. We have these wonderful season, this wonderful season in which we experience and look for hope all the time. We hold on to that hope. And joy, rejoicing today. 
These words from Steve Garnas Holmes in Unfolding Light wrap it up. These are hard days, but joy is bigger than these days. Joy is not happiness with our present circumstances, but harmony with the goodness of God, an overflowing of God's delight in us. Yes, people are suffering, and some don't care, but some do. Rejoice. You can rejoice during a pandemic. You can give thanks at a funeral. You can be joyful in prison. You can lament suffering and injustice and rejoice. For joy is the healing of broken hearts, the breaking of chains, the opening of graves, the coming of God. Christ does not come to us to make us happy, but to stand with us in the pain of life until joy, like a seed, rises. Amen. This has been a Wayne Shout production. Mm-hmm.